Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Did We Get Here, the only audio podcast road trip, I always get the words mixed up, that has no breaks. My name is Zach, and I'm here with Jacob, and today we are going over a topic that I think we've brushed on briefly uh, in past Mm -hmm. episodes, but nothing that we've really dwelled on enough. It is about the sacred geometry of McDonald's nuggets, because, you know, they don't have to be like that. They don't, and I think, out of respect, no one has tried to imitate it. What I don't know. I feel like Burger King got close, right? When they because Burger King used to have like the tenders nuggets that were like longer, but I think Burger King is like I don't know, they're kind of biting off it a little bit. So let's just talk about it. McDonald's nuggets boil down to like four shapes. Right. There's the little the little circle. There is the little pear shape, (laughs) the little boot. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the weird rounded rectangle. Yeah, the one that's like a box almost. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yeah, the only those four. And it's been that way since like since time immemorial. They have not changed. What's it. the iconic and one? I always assumed it's like a dipping. Mine thing. is boot. Oh, it's the boot. Okay. Boot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, glad yeah. we're on the same If page. we were playing Monopoly, everybody's going for the boot. Like that's mm-hmm. that that's the one that everybody would pick. But I feel like there, I, I never really thought about it, but I, it's got to be a dipping thing, right? Like, it goes right into the cup. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so smart. I, I <laughs> When I think about the boot, I just think about, like, if I saw that silhouette in, like, a who's that Pokemon kind of situation, I yeah. would say that's the McDonald's nugget. Like, no no shot. It doesn't even look like a stocking or anything or like a sock. No. It is. You can tell it. It's so distinct. And it's like the rigid texture on the outside. Right. And the crunch of it. I It has to be intentional, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is, like, they didn't just stumble upon it. It's just one of those things, like, what's that What's that phrase? It, it, it sort of implies the existence of a divine creator, of God? right? Oh, yeah. wow. Like, yeah, I did not think we were on the same page there. No, yeah, I, you know, it's sort of like, it's intelligent design. Is that what it's called? That he would create a, a being that was able to function on earth for McDonald's to create a nugget shape that has standed the test of time for what? 80 years, 90 years. And, and nobody wants to change it. And they like, it, it's sort of so recognized that has to be, you know, they, they knew what they were doing. It's like a theory that's turned into a law at this point, right. which I think like that whole rule for like how when does a theory become a law is hilarious. <laughs> is there more to it? I, I mean, it's just let's say you come up with a theory and nobody disproves it for a mm. century. It becomes a law. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Wait, I was a chemistry really? major. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you were saying like it's a colloquial thing, but no, that's a real thing that can yeah, happen. Think of like the law of relativity. It's not the theory of relativity anymore. Sure. How's so did evolution do that? If you make any scientific declaration in Uh like today's day and age, you do not get to see it to be a law in your lifetime. That well, I mean, it's probably better that way because I'd be really pissed off if I had a really good theory and like 99 years later, some dipshit 25 year old disproves it. I'm like, ah, you son (laughs) of a, and then I die. Like on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) It's just. With the TTS. Like, yeah. <laughs> disproving the theory of relativity. And you're just, oh, <laughs> son of a bit. And then you just perish. Wow. I can't <laughs> believe this. 
<laughs> Tag your science teacher in the comments below. How did people believe this? <laughs> Shut it's up, such TikTok. such a condescending TTS, too. It's my favorite one. Absolutely really same. Is. Yeah. Like, it is, it's, it's, the. I've been trying to find a way for my own stuff to, like, mm -hmm. get it, but they won't let me have it. TikTok is yeah. very protective of that TTS. I think you reason. just make it in TikTok and export it over. I know that's not the best yeah. solution. I think it's all you got, though. The closest way to do it. Yeah. yeah that's got to be I, it. Yeah. So I think that's so funny that, like, you know, if I say that, hmm, my theory today is that water is flammable. You know, like, that's not true. And you can... But if nobody gets around to disproving <laughs> it... Disproves it... <laughs> What if you just say it really quietly? <laughs> <And then laughs> That's what I'm saying. Knows. Like, just keep your nose very close to the ground. <laughs> and it's a law. And now it's just like, oh, well, it's locked in now. It's going to be in textbooks. I would love to sneak those in. Just sneaking in theories somehow, like in mm -hmm. between two other huge theories. And they're just like, maybe that's how the whole like moon is made of cheese thing happened. Is a guy was just like. It's such yeah. a good prank because the punchline is postmortem. <laughs> You don't get to sit in the shade of the tree that you planted. You just, you know. What is legacy but sowing the seeds in a garden you'll never get to see? <laughs> yeah, I, I found out about something sort of like this recently. So you know about the Nobel Prize. Yeah. Um, there's something called the Ig Nobel Prize, which mm -hmm. I just found out about and I love this. It's basically uh, science shitposting. It's a satiric prize awarded annually since 1991 to celebrate unusual or trivial achievements. And it says here that the idea is to, quote, honor achievements that first make people laugh and then make them think. And the reason that I found this is because apparently in one of the in like the 2000s, one of the uh, one of the recipients of the Ig Nobel Prize came up with the idea of a gay bomb, which <laughs> is a bomb that drops pheromones on the enemy that makes them fall in love, like a love potion. Uh -huh. And apparently it is technically possible. I believe that. Yeah. And, I mean, and, what what is yeah. love but chemicals in your brain? Apparently you can do that. And I'm looking at, like, all the lists. This is go goes back to 1991. One of them is the Ig Nobel Prize for Peace, where the Pepsi-Cola Company of the Philippines had a contest to create a millionaire. And then they announced the wrong winning number, which brought together 800,000 expectant winners. And so it basically created peace because everybody thought that they won the Pepsi Millionaire Contest. And then they all got mad at oh, the company and awesome. said, it's amazing. Well, that's still unifying the masses. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of doing that anyway. I think about whenever as you're a kid and you like see love potions on television, mm -hmm. you're like, whoa. Technology's crazy. And then you get to like middle school and you're like, I don't believe in that. And then you go to college to study chemistry and you go, I think that's possible. That could totally happen. Yeah, I think it's just the, the weird horseshoe theory of going to college. That happens all the time though, right? That's like yeah. that's like Pokemon when I'm 10, I hate I love it. Pokemon when I'm 14, I hate it. Pokemon when I'm 20, I love it. It's yeah. you, you sort of revert back to childhood in a lot of ways. It's just you have to go through that weird phase where you care about what people think of you. Yeah, exactly. I And I think a lot of people, you sort of, once you reach a certain point of adulthood, you're like, ah, mm -hmm. who, who really is noticing? You know, who's looking at me? I So this is the first episode we've recorded since the podcast went live. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Hello, people, everybody. People like it, which is awesome, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm really happy that people... Well, it's hard to know, right? When you put something like this out into the universe, it's like, well, people enjoy it, but people seem to. And hey, if you're enjoying it, I appreciate you listening right I now. I really appreciate and am concerned about the comments that are like, this podcast is exactly how my brain works. And I'm like, you have undiagnosed ADHD. Yeah, I, I wonder <laughs> if we're going to be the catalyst to a lot of people finding out more about themselves. <laughs> if you like this podcast and are actively following every tangent, you should probably get yourself tested. Yeah, this isn't meant to be an active listening thing. You guys should no, like... Do you have ADHD? Uh, Probably undiagnosed. I haven't really realized mm -hmm. it until... Shake. Either this year or like last year. But like... Yeah. 
I, I I've never gone to a doctor about it, but diagnosed ADHD. Okay. And I think it's so interesting to learn about ADHD outside of what like it is in media. Because I think mm-hmm. like when I was growing up, it was like, oh, shiny. Ooh, squirrel. Oh, I can't pay attention. Oh, you know? right. Yeah. It holds up I spork. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think the hyper fixations of my life are so much more explained when I learn more about ADHD of because whenever I'm like get into something, I will just consume it so much. For, like I go hard. Yeah. And it's just all my close friends around me. They're like, whoa, you did this. And I'm like, it's my new hyper fixation. Just look, just be cool. And they're like, got it. And they're chill. <laughs> yeah. My roommates will just um, hear me doing some dumb shit. And they're like, that's just Jacob being <laughs> attention deficit. Classic Jacob yeah. doing his One Piece thing. I remember you told me you read all of One Piece in like two months. And you're like, yep. it's not that bad. It's only a thousand chapters. I'm like, all right, I man. I stand by <laughs> that. Each chapter is like four or five minutes. That's It's a lot of content. Okay. It's I a lot it. of content. It was fun. It's just, if I, it's so difficult for me to get invested in anything. So like, when you I'm, do, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, I feel you. It's like, it's so difficult for me to like convince myself to try a new game, to watch a new show, to get a new hobby. Because also I deal with that whole thing of like, I don't want to be bad at something. So yeah. I always. Are you one of those dudes that's like. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, so in the old Fallout games, this is the way I've always thought of it. There are two traits, and one of them is gifted, and the other one is talented. I and love the, I, that they did that. Yeah, that's like my favorite thing because uh-huh. gifted means that like you're naturally you're sort of born a little bit higher stats, but you are less adept at picking stuff up over time. And talented is like you're not good at stuff initially, but you pick up things quicker. It's a quicker. steeper curve. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you are you pick up things faster. And I think that's such a neat comparison because like yeah. I've always thought of myself and I, I hate saying this because there's a whole connotation with gifted kid and I'm not trying to, I'm not mm-hmm. the, you know, gifted kid who's depressed because they're under, but I've always thought of myself like, I'm just naturally good at stuff, usually, yeah. at least a little above average, but then I have no discipline to actually do anything beyond that. I think that. you and I are one of the same. I think yeah. I understand things way faster than most people, but I also think I lack the drive a lot of people have. So, Because you and yeah. I talk about it when competitive games drop, you and I are pretty much like top players for the first week. Yeah, for a couple weeks, we're we're strong, and then people catch up. We're like, ah, I don't care about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lose interest. But I also think it's interesting... Of I, I wonder how you've ever felt about this mm. of hyperfixations with people. Mm, Have you not ever just really? Me- yeah, because like I will make like a, a new friend, and if I'm very invested and think what they do is very cool, I'm just like sure. it's not a romantic thing for me. It's just like I am just like I get obsessed with a person, and I'm just like I just want to know everything. And then, do you mean from like a content perspective, or do you mean just from like a personality, no, like I getting mean from to know a personality, you? like as, sure, sure, as sure. a okay. friend perspective, completely offline relationship? Sure. And for okay. me, it's just like I didn't realize this was like an ADHD thing because I always like learned to tame it because it, it you know, being so like f- quickly fixated on someone can be very damaging for the recipient. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They might try to match it, and then when yours fades away you're now the bad guy because right. you essentially led this person on. So I think that's something like I learned to control over time for that reason. But I still think it's very interesting that that's where my brain naturally goes to with new people, new activities, new media, where mm-hmm. I just want to consume everything about it. But there's a difference between that and like infatuation. Because like you said, it's not romantic at all. It's just yeah. like, this person's very interesting. I want to know everything about them. Yeah. yeah. but But for me, not knowing that, I wish someone told me that when I was like young, young, because sure, I always yeah. misinterpreted that um, that obs- that brief speckle of obsession mm-hmm. with infatuation. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, 
you think it must be I love this person, but it's like actually, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I feel like, like um a big part of that has to be because of the internet. Because like now mm-hmm. with the ability to access in, all the information about everything ever, like there's mm-hmm. a wiki for everything, right? How many people got into Five Nights because of the funny setup and then they learn everything about every character because it's all available and they just get super yeah. fixated on that, you know? Yeah, it's so much easier to get obsessed with anything nowadays. Yeah, you don't like, have to like buy magazines. <laughs> I think especially with TikTok where it's just like an overflow of information. Like I will scroll for an hour and I'll be like, I have so much new information that I will casually bring up in conversation over the next two weeks. It's just constant yeah. all the time. And and, the, and that's not even going over like, let's say that you learn one of those things and then you just go deep into it and then you find out the whole thing about it. I saw a TikTok the other night that talked about like, if you put baking powder in alcoholic drinks, it like helps balance the pH and quenches the like the alcoholic taste, like the bitterness of it. What? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, Would you want to do that though? Putting the, baking the powder is, in your drink? I, I I I am not against trying it because I, you know I wouldn't go to a bar and be like whiskey sour, add some baking powder. Sure. But I, I, I just see it on the internet, and it's like I don't want to accept it as fact yet. <laughs> I, I, I want to try it because if it's tasteless and it just tastes like a virgin drink, I'm interested. I want to know. It's I just saw this and I was like, I, I want to know how that works. I feel like you're getting trolled in the same way that people got convinced to put their phones in the microwave. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you're I, that now. I do believe I'm that, so that's why I'm not like leaning into it super hard, but it's one of those things on the off chance it's true. I'd love to try it. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool trick to show other people, too. Like, it's there's and now no you get shot. to be the guy it's that true, showed though. somebody that. No, there's no way, but at least, <laughs> you know, there's a one in 100 chance that you get to be, like, you get to be the 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 person, the herald who brings it to your I was just scrambled group. trying to think of an example for this thing I just proposed, and that was the best I could come up with. <laughs> there What's are really actual things like, I've learned. I, I feel like you were talking about getting hyper fixated with people. I don't yeah. think I tend to get hyper fixated with people, but I'm mm-hmm. not generally. How do I put this? I'm not generally a friendly person. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I, here, I don't Dude, like saying our that. First right? episode of this podcast. I went back and listened to it yesterday yeah. in the car and we opened calling our viewers stupid. Yeah. And you refer to children as malleable. Which is still true. You are a father. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all accurate. I mean, I wanted to let people know what they were in for. Uh, You know, eight episodes. Hey, if you're listening to this, you're eight episodes in. So you're locked in. Thank you, uh, lifetime consumer. Um, No, but like. Road trip. Yeah, road trip. (laughs) You're in for the long haul. No, I was, I I feel like I'm not a special, like I'm civil and I'm nice to people. I don't want to sound like Mm -hmm. I'm an asshole, but like I don't go out of my way to make friendships or talk to people unless I have a very strong like vibe with the person. And then like that person is very like, I don't know how, how, what, what pathway gets connected, but that person's like inner circle for me. I'm a vibe. And I know it right away. Yeah. 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 It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even have to have any like story relationship background with someone. It's just like, I can just hang out with them and it's like, Oh, okay. Cause I, I feel like I don't, Hmm. I can get along with anyone. Right. Being friends with someone is very difficult because yes. I feel very picky, not by like a conscious thing. It's just like I have no interest to hang out with most people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I've always been. And like going back to like the hyperfixation on people and confusing it with uh like infatuation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think it's just no one talks about stuff like that. And I don't even think that's just ADHD for me because like I've like I'm pretty confidently like on like the the aromantic asexual spectrum somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's like I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> like growing up, well, nobody did. Yeah, nobody did. It's just like I didn't have all of this like romantic attraction or like sexual attraction growing up, and I I always like it was so normalized to experience right. such things. So I was trying to un in unhealthy ways like discover that for me. And those hyperfixations were romantic to me because I was like, I guess that's what it is. And I just can't stay interested for some reason. So it's like so 
crazy to see, like, to learn things about yourself and then be like, that explains that. Like, there's a lot more discovery about it because yeah. of, and again, I, I a lot of it is just the ease of information that could be accessed mm-hmm. freely on the internet as opposed to like a paywall where you got to like go to a therapist or a psychiatrist that can sort of spell these out for you based on their experiences. Now you get to just connect with people directly and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, I feel the same thing that you're feeling all the time. I think it's X or I know it's X. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, it it feels, I, I guess like for some people, they don't really care about labels and everything like that. Sure. And to each their own, really. But I like it. I like associating anything in my mind with a label just because it makes... With a concept. Yeah, because I think it provokes a lot of discussion because whenever I like started looking up like aromanticism and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're like, that is how I feel. When When... You put these feelings out there that you've never related with like another person about, and then you see it in text, and it's like you see how you felt without even wording it like that. You just read that, and you're like, "Oh my god, right. that's it. That's that describes everything. Everything just kind of makes sense." And it's like, I I wish that for everyone because I think sure. about how many people have just come and went, felt these ways and isolated forever. Yeah, and I wish there is more information out there. And it's just like, you know, I'm not trying to shove my liberal propaganda down everyone's throats and stuff like that. It's just more of like the people who need to hear this need to hear this. And and I wish more people have the options. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you ever think that there's risk of... So one of the things that I think could be scary is like, Obviously, people hear, uh, what is it? Uh, not Zodiac. You know what I'm saying. Astrology. What's the word? Uh, Zodiac, right? Zodiac, astrology. You get the the things that you take every day, hi, not hieroglyphs. Horoscopes. Uh, horoscopes. You get your horoscope, right? And you sort of adapt that to you. And you're like, oh yeah, my God, that's so Yeah, it's like a self-fulfilling so prophecy. Yeah, I always wonder, like, it, it, you've got a whole generation of people. Uh, it was mostly a millennial thing saying like, oh my uh-huh. God, I'm so OCD. I'm so ADD, blah, blah, blah. And I worry sometimes that like maybe with how easy it is to sort of self-diagnose or prescribe these things for yourself online, people can just fall into that and that's their identity. And then it's sort of, they lean into it. And uh, like you said, it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. But do you think the good probably outweighs the bad, right? Like, I think there's a separation here mm -hmm. of, I think like I'm so ADHD, like that's not... A, a feeling that is a mental illness. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, like I'll, it is. And I think like appropriating it to a feeling really waters it down. Sure. So I, I think like, like leave those to the diagnosis. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you want to say, I feel this socially, like if you want to talk about gender or sexuality or oh, anything like saying. that, okay. I think it's like, that is a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that like no one knows yourself better than you. So right. if you feel like this summarizes you as a person, go for it. And let's say you feel differently in two years. There's no contract on that. Right. <laughs> just change your mind again. Like it's just, it's just whatever feels right in the moment. I think people should just go with, and that's how I feel about it. And with Zodiac signs, if mm. Let's be honest. They all kind of say the same thing. Oh, every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's I I I don't I don't get apparently I don't know about this cuz I haven't been dating in a very long time but like apparently the dating world currently is like all zodiac. It is like, crazy. I have oh, been God. unmatched on dating apps because <laughs> of my zodiac signs. That's insane, dude. Yeah, like it it is. It's always been a thing, but it has never been more prevalent now. But it's so weird in the age of information Mm -hmm. where knowledge is more apparent and readily available than ever. Now is when Zodiac signs are so prevalent. That's insane. 
if you ladies, if you're watching, uh, my top three is Sagittarius Scorpio Scorpio, which a lot of women refer to a red flag. Wait, top three? What is that? Yeah, you can have two of the you have same a whole top? chart. Mean? It's all about when you were born. Like, I mean, I know I'm a Virgo, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Virgo, man. They're so likely to be serial killers. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Most okay. serial killers are Virgo men. Me being a serial killer has nothing to do with my Zodiac sign. It just happened to work out that way. So <laughs> how about you just back off? Your right? honor, I'm such a Virgo in my defense. <laughs> I'm sorry I cut that dude's throat. I'm just, I was born in September. You know, it's just, it was made for me. My bad. I wonder, wait, so it's when you were, hold on, what are my three zodiac signs? Your top you three, your big three. Understanding your big three. There it is. What is my sun moon? Oh my God. I've never, yeah. I've never See, known the this. dating world's different now. <laughs> you got to know these things. Wait, I need to know my date of birth and the time, and time. Like down yep. to the minute? Down to the minute. All right, bro. Uh, hold on. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. I think it was like 2 p.m. I don't know. No, you can't think. You have to know. <laughs> I, um, I guess this is military time. All right. For I'm making my chart. What is crazy to me, something else, is I treat Tinder and other apps of the such the mm -hmm. same way you would view Candy Crush. Okay. I am bored and I am here to pass time. <laughs> And much like those games, you have more success the more money you put into it. That's what I hear. There's like super yeah. likes, right? It's, it's, there's, yeah, it's so many different avenues just pay money. And I just like, this is hilarious. That's funny. It's like, you can spin it to prostitution, I feel. No, you can't. I take that back. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, please try. I can't go with yeah, you on this, but you give not, it a shot. It's not prostitution because you're not paying them the any of person you'd meet for anything. But it just feels I don't know. It's like this weird gumball machine where you just put in a lot of quarters and something might pop out. And you get out a person. Yeah. Ta da. I think it's really interesting that Tinder it was supposed to launch with this expectation like this is purely for hookups, no strings attached, whatever. And then it had to pivot into like, well, I guess it's dating. <laughs> Why yeah, not? You know, because I'm sure people started meeting and having relationships on Tinder as most hookups do. Right. But also, I feel like advertising hookup apps, it's just, you know, given uh, the climate of everything. Sure. I think it's very terrifying. It's a very I don't know. I think it's an it's a nice idea for people, uh, yeah. especially guys who are mm -hmm. just want something in that moment, but I don't... Do you think something like that could ever exist? Like a straight hookup only? I think it's going to be such a skewed gender proportion, though. Always. Yeah. And I think... I don't know, because whenever it's just... I don't, I don't know. Like, it's that girls are also horny. That is no question. But I think... Uh-huh going off on like gender norms, I think more women want not even like a romantic connection, but just a connection. Something. Yeah. And I think but, that's like the biggest thing where guys are traditionally so detached from it. Do you think that's like an ascribed thing by culture? Or do you think that's something that's innate? You know, like I, I, I think it's a cultural thing. Because okay. I don't think men and women are naturally that different. I don't think they have to be. Sure. I, I think the biggest thing is I, I think it really goes back. I don't think men really get a lot of validation in their growing up, you know? I think no, it's, everything's sort of expected. It's yeah. And I think it's kind of viewed as for lack of better words, gay to be open <laughs> with your feelings as a kid. And I say that growing up in the South, when like I was a pretty emotionally artistically inclined Sure. Very involved in music and theater and kind of kind of kid. And I got called gay constantly. I yeah. was friends. So my closest friends were women who were traditionally like pretty attractive for the school. So people were always saw me with them and like, you're not hitting that. You must be gay. Ah, it's just sure. like, I'm just vibing. I am just existing. And that was it. That was my, my high school experience. I really never let it bother me that much mm. because I just, I was like, 
that insult means nothing to me. It was sort of the 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 catch all thing to call people back then in, in yeah. that time. But I don't think it's the same now. But I I don't either. I, what I will say though is like I just think that because of that whole culture, it men giving men compliments is like taboo. As much anymore, I not don't anymore. Think. But I think, yeah, like but it up, absolutely was. Yeah. I, I just didn't have a lot of validation growing up, so I think a lot of that turned into like trying to find that romantically or sexually. And I think there's no yeah, shot I'm the sure. only one. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. I think that's just part of a part of growing up a dude. Period is yeah. just like that is the way that you find value in in what you do because nothing else has anything. And I mean, I've talked about on this this podcast before. We're like, I was somehow scared that I would end up gay. I was mm -hmm. like, I might be gay. Who knows? Because I was into like theater. And yeah, I, played I thought DDR. the exact same thing. Yeah. And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so you were right. You you got the bad ending. That's half what it right. was. Yeah, half right. Yeah. <laughs> bad ending. <laughs> I know. That's such a loaded term. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. If you're listening, dude, if this is your first time listening, guys, I'm joking. Okay. Uh. It's if the Virgo 30 minutes in, in on episode eight, you decide to get offended. <laughs> All right, he's I looked a, he's it up. He's a Virgo. What can I say? I, I'm a Virgo. Uh, so what is it? My sun, moon, and my mm -hmm. ascended? Is that what it is? You just give me uh, your three. Uh, well, this gives me a lot. Apparently, yeah, I'm Virgo. That's, that's your chart is what you're referring to. Yeah. Some women will son, ask for your whole chart. That's terrifying. Uh <laughs> I don't want to ever do that. I will never get... I just... Oh, God. I'm not going back out into the dating pool. Um, sun is Virgo. Moon is Gemini. Um, oh, that makes which, so much sense. Yeah, I love that for me. Yeah. <laughs> and Mercury, I guess, is the next one? Or Ascendant? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mercury is Libra. Ascendant is Sagittarius. I don't know what any of this means. You're doing great. Someone Thanks. does. And they like understand your whole profile and they're matching it up to serial killers right now. <laughs> I have the exact same chart as like Ted Bundy and Ed Gein. And there's just, oh, this is, this is red flag tweet, <laughs> red flag emoji. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, complete unrelated topic, hard pivot. This is just mm -hmm. really funny. Um, I don't know if you've been messaged by like any of your friends on discord who had their accounts hacked or compromised. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> that was so funny. Um, that was I, so good. All right, explain, explain. Um, I have this thing where every time people I haven't talked to in years message me on Discord, it's probably because their account they clicked a like a phishing link, they lost their password, and now their account has been compromised. And I, uh, I love. I mean, everyone knows this. I love fucking with people. Mm -hmm. So. This person, not a bot, this person who has hacked this account is trying to now hack Alpharad's Discord account. So they message me. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And say, hey, what's up? And privy to this, I was uh, made aware that this account was compromised. So <laughs> the last message sent to this person was in September of 2017. And it is now uh, yesterday in October of 2021. And they just say, hey, what's up? And I just say, I can't believe that you have the audacity to message me after what you did to <laughs> Ashley last week. I don't, I, I, I don't know an Ashley. I'm just making up names. <laughs> and they go, I'm sorry, cowboy hat emoji. Can you do me one favor, please? And <laughs> like they're, they're trying to get me to They just click brush the past it instantly. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. And I said, I'm with Ashley right now, and neither of us want anything to do with you. She told me everything. And then they go, so dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and I was like, neither of us want to hear it. You messed up. And then they try and get me to click their malware and said, hey, can you try my project? And I go, Ashley told me you would ask such a thing. You were, <laughs> I like this line. It goes hard. You are deplorably predictable. Disgusting. <laughs> 
And I thought, you know, I am one step further than them. You know, like I am controlling this entire conversation. Sure. And then they say, okay, let's make sex. And oh, my God. Okay. I was I just responded and said, what the fuck? And they did (laughs) not respond. Because like at that point, I was in 100 percent control and I was confident nothing could shake me of this like just this thunderous balance I had while talking to this uh, hacker. And then they completely threw me off my mojo. If they sent me a link with Let's Make Sex, they might have got me. He totally threw you off on that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just a total haymaker from the left. Honestly, dude, I was it a robot? <laughs> it had to have been a robot, right? I don't know. Because they were like interact with the things I said loosely. I don't know. Those sound like non sequiturs. I just well, I can't mean, believe like. I said, I can't believe you have the audacity to message me. And they said, I'm sorry with the sad cowboy emoji. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I just, the so is what gets me because the so has yeah. nothing to do with anything. But. No, I just don't. I think I threw them off their game. So they retaliated with the only way they knew how, which was offering <laughs> sexual acts, which worked. It did work. That's, it caught me off guard. Uh, right. That's the nuclear option. It's just they're not yeah. listening to me. I'm not winning. It, it, fuck it. Hit the red button. And then it's, it's just offering sex. Let's have sex. Do you want sex? It's let's make sex. Let's create this act of exactly what God intended. You are putting something into the universe. You are creating yeah. something beautiful. That's dude. I thought you were just talking about the, um, I got a message that was just something to the akin of like, Hey, I accidentally bought an extra discord nitro. Here's the extra one. Oh, that's a, That's like, a good one. Very simple. And if it was a friend of mine, I might have done it. But it was somebody who, like, I worked with production on for a tournament, like, six months yeah. ago. I and, see how these yeah. things spread. Because oh, definitely. Uh, I've encountered this one before. But it's real. I, I would have fallen for this one. Because I had an artist friend whose account got compromised. And she messaged me. And we haven't talked in a while. And she's like, hey, I drew backgrounds for this game. Will you play it and, like, tell me what you think about it? Okay. And then they sent me like a file that had like it was like five megabytes, you know, not a game. Sure. And um I was like, that's a kind of a small file for a game. And they're like, oh, it's pixel art. Mm, and you know, like they okay. have an answer for yeah. it all, you know. So it's just like when you make a fake PayPal email and message your grandpa saying, Your account's been compromised, give me your social security <laughs> number, and he does it, that he's just a fool. But right. I understand how people fall for these because as technology advances, the the grifts have to advance as well. Sure. And I, I think this is a very evolved one because it's not even an, a formal email. It's a very casual message over Discord. There has to be, like, you're just kind of rolling dice here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because if the person that sent me that, dis- that Discord Nitro email was a friend, I might have just clicked on it instinctively. So I think, yeah. like, as you're hacking into accounts and you're sending messages to everybody on somebody's friends list, it's like, okay, well, this person's got to be close friends with at least, you know, 15, 10 of these people. They're going to click on it. The other people might not, but if they can get you with something like that, like Mm -hmm. they, I I eventually think they're going to get to the point, the same way that Google knows stuff about you, the whoever is creating this could be like, all right, well, this guy, uh, he does music. He makes content on the internet. Maybe somebody who's a friend of yours sends you like, hey, just worked on this song or this track. Can you take a look? And yeah, then you I just could click even on it. be yeah. like, hey, will you watch this video for me? And it's like a link oh, that's dude, like Y-O-W-T-U-B-E, you know, like something <laughs> like that. You know, like it's just such a perfect link to get everything. And I think it's it doesn't take much recon. I think like if you go... Let's say you hack my account and you have no idea who I am. I think yeah. just by scrolling through conversations, you can kind of be like, this is what he's about. Yeah. Yeah. We we offer so much of ourselves to the internet now that yeah. there's got to be ways to compile and spit back that information, some sort of AI or an algorithm mm-hmm. or something. Have you ever had people like impersonate you online? No, not, not, I don't think so. I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> I, uh, what was, what was the app? It was, it was like Amino. Oh, remember I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. The Nintendo one. Yeah, they just had like a lot of groups for different things. And there was like a YouTuber Amino. And there was like all these role play servers. And. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Uh, and I, I 
thought it was interesting because it felt, well, one, just weird, but like I it, I never saw the people who were role-playing as these people. So it just felt like someone just wrote a script. Essentially. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like enjoyed it as I would reading a book or Shakespeare, yep. you know? Sure. So I got, I detached myself from the reality of it and just felt like this is a weird fanfic. Yeah. And I will never forget this one weird role play thread I read that I was a part of. It was on Amino. This, the year was like, uh, 20, 2018, maybe. Okay. He had all these big YouTubers and streamers like interacting. Someone just comes in and goes like, top of the mornings, lads. I'm Jacksepticeye. <laughs> and then you have someone respond and goes, hello, everybody. I'm Markiplier. And then a <laughs> PewDiePie profile picture just says, bro fist in all caps. Like they're just saying one-liners. No one is making conversation. That is adorable. Yeah, it's just... That goes on, and then Jacksepticeye, quote-unquote, will go like, Hey, Markiplier, remember when we did this video together? And Markiplier goes, yes. <laughs> Classic Markiplier. Classic Markiplier. And then, uh, you know, like, these are pretty big-name dudes. And yeah. I was honored to be amongst the greats, you know, that Alpharad was in this roleplay server. That's and so funny. It, it is. But then... Um, like, you know, you have Ninja pop in and just says Fortnite and then Pokimane just comes in and says, I'm Pokimane. And yeah, they don't then, quite have the same uh, catchphrases. No, or, uh, they don't. <laughs> yeah. And then someone comes in and says, um, well, what did they say for me? I think they just said some stupid meme like uh, just spouted off old forward memes Ariel. from my channel. <laughs> yeah, forward Ariel. It's me, Alpharad. And what crushed me was the Pokemon role player that said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't even Pokemon. It was just a, just a random, probably 13-year-old boy. Pretending to be Pokemon. And he ruined me. That's so sad. Dude, that's, that's like a reality check of like, oh, God, am I still relevant? The kids yeah. role-playing YouTubers don't know who I am. <laughs> Oh, God, dude. That's tragic. That's it a was, gut check. It was, absolutely. I think I needed it where I was at in life. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, my God. Like, kids can be so mean. Without even knowing it. they Because they had no idea that you would ever see that. That's the well, best I mean, part. Let's be honest. Why would they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. It's so bizarre to me that, like... I don't know. I, normally, I think a few years ago, I would say it's harmless and it's fun and it's silly, whatever. But it's so bizarre to me that like, you know, when I was 11, 12 or like whatever age, I used to do like, I wrote my own scripts for like South Park stories, right? Yeah. Or like fanfics or something like that. Just like creative energy that I'm getting mm -hmm. out. But now people are going to be doing that for real people, which yeah. is, oh my God, that sort of boggles my mind. Also, These are, we're kind of like know, characters on the side of the entertainment industry where we like understand both sides. Cause you know, we're not like right. Chris Evans, South park. We don't know the ins and outs of that, Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. we know enough about like celebrity culture to think like, if you've ever wondered, Oh my God, has this celebrity seen this? Yes. Yes, they have. <laughs> at a, to a, to a point, I think at a, at a level, I don't think mm -hmm. like, PewDiePie knows everything made about him because he doesn't have the time, right? No, like, of course not. It's like mainly... Here's an example. So mm -hmm. um, my best friend, roommate, everything, Deanna, she... Oh my God, she's going to hate me for talking about the story because <laughs> I tell everyone the story. Mm -hmm. uh, Deanna's family is big into game shows. Okay. Deanna has been on Family Feud. Oh my God, really? Mm -hmm. And she that. has okay. met... She's met Steve Harvey. And she went viral on Vine for what she said on Family Feud. Oh, no. She was 15 years old. And Steve Harvey comes over and just asks her. I don't remember what it was. It's like, you know, if you want to say hello to anyone at home. And she mm. goes, Harry Styles. <laughs> and Steve Harvey laughs. And everyone cheers, you know, because she, she said One Direction Kid. Sure. And then Steve Harvey goes, oh, who the hell is that? <laughs> you know, classic Steve Harvey fashion. Yeah. And then she goes, One Direction. He's from One Direction. I, I love him. And he goes, what? And she's like, he's from One Direction. I'm going to marry him. 
and you know Deanna, you can yeah, see yeah, how yeah. embarrassing this is. Yeah. If you just that's adorable. Go on, if you go on YouTube and just type in Family Feud, Harry girl Harry Styles, like any buzzwords that's around her? that, yeah. Oh my! Oh, oh are you God. looking at it right now? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. We hold on. Harry yeah. Styles Family Feud. How did this not come up before? On the literal last episode, we talked about uh, Family you're, Feud. You're so right, and I don't That's know. That's insane. But yeah, so then uh, she just, you know, professed her love for Harry Styles. It went viral. And, you know, she was just this crazy, weird girl on Family Feud. I see Feud. it. Who the hell? Oh, my God, it's her. Oh, yeah, my God. She's tiny. Oh, my God. It says it right there. Dia. Oh, wait. Is that Tori, too? Tori yeah, that's, was that's on her it, sister. too? Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How have I never seen this before? Yeah, that's a that's an absolutely incredible clip. And I'm happy it's out there now. But <laughs> what I <laughs> uh, love about that is that's what I mean with celebrity culture, where every time... Deanna would show this to people. They're like, do you think Harry Styles has seen this? And she's like, no, no way. But every time she shows like YouTubers and stuff, they're like, do you think she's see- he's seen this? And we're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're like, yeah, he's he's definitely seen this. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like YouTubers under a certain size absolutely see everything about them. Like yeah. with that stuff. Because like, how could you not? You You guys... If you're listening to this, you don't understand how many DMs I get. And I'm way smaller of people saying, this person did this for you. This person did that. Dude, it's I can't imagine what it's like for you. It's probably like 10 a day. Heroin. Yeah. Just constant. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when you're when you're smaller at first, it's just like it is a heroin in a good sense. Yeah. yeah, It's addictive is all I mean. Not heroin is good. But anyways, (laughs) uh, you then, you branch, like, you just get all this attention. And I think that's the most destructive part for a lot of these creators who... Sure. I don't want to say most of them are fucking nerds, but most of them are fucking nerds. Uh-huh. And when you haven't gotten a lot of that attention growing up, I think, or just, like, from your peers in general, I think when you start getting it, it's chemically addictive. Right. And people just Just being recognized it. and seen. Yeah. Yeah. By people who you didn't have to meet. Like you didn't have to put in the effort to meet them and get to know them. It's like mm-hmm. this person is infatuated with you and will create stuff for you without you having to do anything. <laughs> I remember like back in the day, if people just messaged me on Twitter randoms and said, hey, do you want to play Smash 4 online? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. You used yeah. to you used to indulge that? That's insane. Well, like the thing is... Uh, you had a little bit of recognition in like PM Brawl before I did. Right. Yeah. So like you were kind of akin to such things, but like I, 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 you know, I, I competed in melee. I competed in, sure. in PM before I took off, but I got my launch in Smash Four, the the beginning of it, and it was, I don't know, like people asked me to play, I, I did, and it was cool because like, like that's honestly, insane I don't to me, dude my own dick or anything, but it's so weird to think about it because there weren't Smash content creators when I started. Not really, no. Yeah, and I mean, you saw the landscape before that and like, that wasn't even like a thing. It was just tournament footage, really. Yeah. That was really all there was. And 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 it's weird to think about that that was not that long ago comparatively. Yeah, that was like 2014 when I got my start. And now I yes. don't really do Smash content on my Alpha Rad channel anymore. But like people, like there's, there are, it's so interesting because every now and then I'll see new YouTubers in Smash who I'm like, that's the energy I had when I started. Like right. they're doing very similar content and similar comedic styles. And uh, there's like a couple new guys who have popped up recently. And I just see that and I'm like, this reminds me of me when I was 20. Which is really cool, right? Yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. It's a cool feeling because I feel like 
everybody's path is different in terms of the, your your content journey, whatever you want to call it. But y they have similar chapters. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like people do the same thing, but you can see the growth in people and them mm -hmm. sort of coming to realize more and finding their voice in that regard and like yeah getting away from certain things that they may do at the start like the early game the mid game of content it's kind of interesting yeah i got here's a question for you uh i think people always expect youtubers to watch mm -hmm. similar content to what they make and i think that is so far from the truth uh, because uh, hmm. I mean, I'll watch my friends who make content. I watch stuff I like in the similar sure. fields. But dude, I got tanked last night with a friend, and we just watched raccoon videos for three hours. There's this guy called the Raccoon Whisperer, <laughs> and he just gives out ten pounds of like hot dogs to these swarm of thirty raccoons who live near his house. Yeah, and it's dude, a trademark term, by the way. Dude, we uh. It's funny because when I was over there, we looked at like game show funny moments. I remember yeah. that when I was over in California with you, you, me, mm -hmm. all Trev and Josh just sitting on the couch watching like the craziest moments on game shows. I was That's trying to what figure we do. out when that happened because I actually did that again like five days ago. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But what else is it? I, I remember yeah. I was talking to um, Aaron, Aaron Hansen mm. from Game Grumps once. Um I, I I was in like a a brief shot for like a ninja sex party music video, and afterwards uh, mm -hmm. he invited me and Ross over to his house to build Legos, and that was awesome. That's adorable. And you know he just put on I was just whatever he wanted on YouTube, and he just put on this. He told me about this one guy who just is very passionate about Disneyland. Okay, and he just goes there, and he just goes places, and he opens every video with. Hey friends. <laughs> and just talks about Disney. I don't I don't remember what his name was or anything like that. I'm sure someone else does. I might have um, seen him before because I mm -hmm. definitely consume Disney content on YouTube. I okay. Disneyland content rather. Yeah. World, I'm yeah. not a Disney person by any yeah. metric, but I will say I have a favorite YouTube video. Is it is a Disney one? It is. Uploaded by extraordinary, phenomenal channel, DLP Welcome, World of Color, and it's just, it's a like a light show with water at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just a front row seat. It's 33 minutes, and when I have people over and you just want to talk and hang out, like I have a friend who we exclusively talk over this video. Like, if there's ever a moment of silence that needs to be filled, we put World of Color on. And I think that is probably the video I've watched most start yeah. to finish. Because I don't really rewatch YouTube videos. No, me neither. But parks I will say are, that. Uh, yeah, the parks are magical, bro. I, I yeah, don't care. Just, what, we, we, can, we can make that a whole thing in the future. But I love those parks. Mm -hmm. I think They're my great. favorite content on YouTube that I watch, like, for me, for comfort, is POV footage of, like, Walking through Disneyland, walking through Japan, right. walking through anywhere. Yeah. It's like, I, 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 it's just calming to me because I hate commentary in videos, which is so ironic. Me too. Me <laughs> too. I understand so, the irony. Don't get me wrong. Dude, it's so, so you brought up like the, the people assume that we consume the same content that we make. That's actually been like, it's funny because you were talking about how the attention is heroin. I don't know why I, Maybe it's because I'm a little bit older or maybe it's because like I started as a streamer. I don't know. I've never been motivated by that. I'm not like an attention guy. I'm not like, a, yeah, I'm not that guy and I never have been. And it's like, I, that's been my biggest struggle is knowing my audience because I don't watch this stuff. If, if I, if I showed up in my YouTube, I wouldn't watch me. And that's not because yeah. I'm not good or I don't like me. It's like. I watch uh, hour-long video essays. You know what I, I mean? I think there's a separation of it because I think just because you like watching that doesn't mean you'd like making it. Sure. And just because yeah. you like making it doesn't mean you like watching definitely, it. Definitely, 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 yeah. So I, th yeah. I understand that divide, but I really do think that it doesn't matter if you would watch it. I think it's mainly like, did you have fun making it? If so, right. you'll find your audience. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good way of putting it. I just think and there's like a weird disconnect with it because... Mm -hmm.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, you say you don't really connect with your audience. And I think I've changed a lot as a person. And I think, I think my hardest thing in life just right now is that I'm just a more... I'm just a very different person like drastically different person when I started YouTube. And I feel like people still have like this mental image of Alpharad being like 19, 20 years old, not knowing shit and being just way too online. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a pretty functional adult who does very normal things offline. I don't really care for my online social life at all anymore. And I just kind of upload my silly videos and go offline. And I think it's really weird that no matter how much time passes, you will never scrub that mental image of everyone who has already made up their mind about you. Well, it's your first impression. And I think a lot of people don't realize the value that there is when it comes to online anonymity with the, the ability to like, let's say that you somehow gained a following or, you know, you got famous online without ever showing your face and you got like 60,000 followers or something. If you Mm -hmm. ever need to just wipe off the earth and just start new, start fresh. You can do that. If you yeah. if you create a fan base who you don't really connect with or you're not interacting with, or if you like want to uh, go in a different direction, you could just do that. But once you're out there and you sort of uh, make your voice known when you mm-hmm. get found or discovered, that's you in a lot of people's eyes forever. And I think that's yeah. sort of what you're talking about is just like now you are the same guy that you were in 2014 in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, I went to Disneyland with a couple of friends yesterday and like, I just get recognized, man. Mm-hmm. It's sick, but it's not like I can never change that image in people's mind because they walk up and say, are you alpha red? Right. You know? Well, part of it is like, it, a lot of people had the idea of who PewDiePie is now because yeah. of like the amnesia videos where he screamed about the monster that like, yeah, you know, and that's what people have. And his new stuff is very different. I don't watch it regularly, but like, you know, it's like post-commentary stuff or like um, just reacting to in- internet content. But it's, he's a different I just person. Think creators get bored yeah. making the same stuff. I think there are people, I, I, I mean, no shade or shame to any party in mentioning this, but I think there are people who have the ability to view YouTube as a very corporate job. And there's no reason it can't be. Like, they they view it as, like, a 9 to 5. They work, sure. they upload, that's it. And, but I think a lot of the creative type, the more, um, the, the people who went to art school, the people who majored in liberal arts, you know, anything like that, I don't think, and I'm speaking from, this is definitely me projecting, but I think it's mm-hmm. true for a lot of other people I see, they will never be satisfied making the same thing forever. No. Like, they made creative media to escape the monotony of working a nine-to-five. And if this job starts to resemble that, they're going they're going to lose it. I, I had a full breakdown. I was like, I don't even think I like making YouTube videos anymore. I just wasn't having fun with what I was doing. And then, like, this year, I've overhauled that. And now I'm just doing whatever sounds fun in the moment. And I've been having a blast. But it's just like, there's going to come a time where I might horseshoe theory and go all the way back sure. to semi-daily gaming videos. It's just like, I am just incapable, probably tying this all back to di- undi- or diagnose ADHD, but I, I, I will never be comfortable or content with my life doing the same thing years on end. I have to mix it up. For YouTube especially, I think it's it's yeah. potent because there are a lot of people, sort of the early YouTubers didn't do it because there was a paycheck involved or anything like that. Like the people yeah. who made videos, they just sort of did it because they had that, again, that creative energy that they wanted to expend. But now mm-hmm. people have realized you can kind of just, you can make it work on YouTube if you like react to stuff, 
uh, in a funny enough way, or if you create rise and fall videos of famous people, like, yeah. you know, like there are ways to make money on the platform that involve tried and true methods mm -hmm. that you can just spec and into. And also that don't involve putting yourself out there. Right, exactly. You don't like have to these, be the focus. These people who are making rise and fall of like creators, there's no personal investment in that. Like people are not there for the person, they're there for the content, which yeah. is good and bad. Because I think like the biggest catch for a lot of the like the bigger creators, I think like Schlatt, is a perfect example. Sure. He uploads a video that's just titled, I am upset. And it gets like 3 million, 5 million <laughs> views. It could, just because it has a thumbnail of his face. And it's just, he understands it. He understands the the weight that his brand has. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who has to upload a picture of Schlatt to get views. Like, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they, they're, exactly. they're like making a video about him, but they it's not him, you know, they have mm -hmm. to sort of ride on that, which again, like you said, has benefits. Cause like if something goes wrong or if you realize you don't want to do that, you could just dip off. You just yeah, stop if, making those. If people were just here for my content, for what I was making and me who let's say I didn't market my personality, me making this hard pivot in content would have been impossible. Right. It would have been detrimental. And I do think that's a lot of, that scares a lot of people away from doing something like that. Cause a lot of people, will feel like I have to keep doing the same thing to retain views. Yeah. And I, you know, like a lot of the moves I made might have been strategic, but I think a lot of it was I just got very fortunate with how I naturally branded myself. I think that it's, uh, it's definitely important to change stuff up and to explore different things. Mm -hmm. Unless you're McDonald's making nuggets and you want to keep the same nugget shape. Oh my God, how did he do it? The entire how did he do it? length of your corporate career. Ding, ding, ding. Hello, everybody. We've come up on an hour of how did we get here? And we didn't talk about the nuggets at all, bro. Like We did. <laughs> okay, let, let, we said what we needed to. I, I had a whole thing. I wanted to talk about how they could have been anything. They could have been okay. dinosaurs. Okay, they could go. have been right now. fry be people. Uh, you could have made a nugget after like the Hamburglar. Wouldn't that been be funny? Smiley faces. They could have been smiley faces. They could have had stars. The McDonald's logo. They could have been. That's they could have changed. Jr. Yeah, they could have. They could have done anything like over time. You know what I mean? Like they mm -hmm. could have. They could have had marketed 101 Dalmatians with the Disney. You could have made dog nuggets. Well, not dog nuggets, like chicken nuggets, but they they're shaped like dogs. You know? I don't know if I would eat that. Um. Probably better no, to just stay all, with. Floor's the, all yours. Yeah. No, I I think I think they're right. We, let's just stay with the four shapes as they are. <laughs> I, I was trying to think. I was like, can we can we make them into characters? Maybe a car. You know. Did you were you aware of the Ronald McDonald like cartoon like the VHS series? Oh, dude, yeah, I had it. Whoa. I loved it. I yeah, dude. I I've always been alone in this one, so. Oh thank you. no. I love that. I feel seen right now. Yeah, man. No, I I had it. I bought it at McDonald's. It, now, did you watch the one by Klasky Supo? Like the the Rugrats looking Whoa, one? Okay, or? okay. You're much more invested in this than I am. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you what, met what? you met a true patrician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me McDonald's. I I just remember they had okay. Um, yeah, it was the Rugrats looking one. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're on different wavelengths here, brother, because that's the not the one I saw. Wait, can you show me the one you saw? Because yeah, wait, one second. The more I look at this, I just remember there were like six movies. No, no, it wasn't the Rugrats one. I'm trying to find. No, Hamburglar's not in this. Hamburglar was in the one I watched. I'm trying to find the one that I saw. Oh my god, how do I find it? Because whenever I search uh, McDonald's cartoon, it's always that one. But I know yeah. there was another one. No, they sold like these VHS ones that had like their number. I remember the number. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six in the corner. I think, no, I think I did watch the Rugrats one. I did watch the Rugrats one, but I am aware of the other one. Because in the Rugrats one, I don't know why, but I asked my parents, they were like, what do you want for Christmas? And this was it. <laughs> oh my God, you got marketed to. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, that's Damn, amazing. You got marketed to. <laughs> McTreasure Island. I think that's it. McTreasure mm -hmm. Island. Let me look. So, ding, ding, ding. How did we get here? I don't know. Once again, <laughs> I don't know. Once again, okay. I don't fucking know. We started At the end with of the, the geometry of the sacred geometry of McDonald's Nuggets. Uh-huh. 
And then I think we said this is the first episode we've recorded since it went live. Uh-huh. Undiagnosed ADHD. Talked yep. about ADHD. Yep. Talked about fixations and people. Labels. Talked about labels. Talked about... <laughs> oh, we had a little tangent of... Uh, and then I sort of blacked out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that. that's as far as I can get. <laughs> oh, we talked about role play and how I got insulted by a Pokemon role player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the weirdness of online being a person, but also being a brand. Yeah. Oh, I think I I think that's it. I think that. Oh, and apparently a little birdie in my ear is telling me uh, this is a fitting way to close off the show. Apparently the Rugrats did a Burger King tenders promo in 1988 where the Rugrats were the tender shapes. Which, and that's how you wanted to end the episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to say it because if I didn't say it, I wouldn't be able to say it next time. Uh, look it up. This is your homework. Rugrats Burger King tenders. I want to see the Tommy Pickles chicken tender. <laughs> oh my God, there it is. Okay. All right, I've seen it. We're good. We can end now. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week. And remember to follow us on... Wait, I'm trying to remember. Okay, how did Oh, dude, it's suspended. Here? Again? Again. Again, yeah, I got suspended again. H. Oh my H-D- god, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna. WGH. Here, I'm logging in again. Let me. Why does this keep happening? How did yeah. we get here, cast? Password, I'm logging in. I'm in. It's back. Apparently, every time you log in, it fixes it. Guys, if you're listening to this and you try to go find the Twitter, I don't know why it got suspended. This actually happened earlier, and we fixed it by logging in, and now it's happened again. Like, we don't have a profile picture on it or anything, (laughs) so we can, like, maybe flesh it out as an account. It still says it's suspended, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll work on it. Check in next week. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer slash audio producer is Justin Asher. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.